What's up, Hello. Twitter? How are you doing, Piper? Good. How you doing, man? <laughs> I am peachy keen. Sweet. Although I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling pretty dorky in this uh, gaming headset that I had bought for this deal. Nice. You should feel it, good. It's got like a, it's got like a little uh, mic. Uh, you can, you can play. Uh, I can beat it's your ass. Gonna go do some Call of Duty. I can, I can beat your ass in some first-person shooter shit while you're doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah, uh, bring up old times. Is that you just gonna go right into old times? <laughs> I'm time? gonna go right. So how are things? I'm uh, working at a really kind of cool design shop. I I kind of quit the creative director gig and and went uh, back to designing, which has been really enjoyable. Designing and writing, and then uh, you know the movie stuff. Um, have a few specs I'm working on and. What's the design uh, studio you're working in? It's called Funnel Design Group. Oh, okay, I know, I know Funnel. Yeah, those guys are good. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, it's kind of funny. We we I knew of them um, and uh, and respected their work, and then we shot the agency scenes in their office. And you know, one of the owners came up to me and said, "Hey, when you're done with this film, what are you going to do?" And I said, "I have no freaking clue." <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, give me a call when it's over. And, uh, they've been awesome. Uh, nice. they hired me and, and, uh, you know, we were able to work out a vacation situation, uh, so that I can go to LA and, and take meetings. Or if I'm on a writing deadline for film, I can just, you know, take a few weeks off or a few days off. You know, I was gone for 10 days for Sundance. So when they didn't bat an eye. Nice. Awesome. That is very cool. Mm-hmm. So tell us, um, so tell us about, take us through, Sundance, take us through. Well, let's see, back up even further. Than Whoa, that. okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, let's, sure, let's, yeah. let's, let, let's let the listeners know, yeah, what Casey's deal is. You know, how is he getting all this sweet vacation time? Why is he getting all of it and all that stuff? And then take us through Sundance. All right, yeah. So, so let us know. Give us, give us the rundown, Casey. What is it? Uh, all right, you want Casey's life story in in two minutes or something yeah, like that yeah know. give it give it yeah. all right 90 seconds go <laughs> all right so uh i started out out of college as a graphic designer um and i spent the last 20 years in advertising but about 10 years ago i began screenwriting as a hobby how that happened was just kind of a a funny dare um somebody had written a script and i said uh i read it and i thought it wasn't bad and if he, he he suggested that if i could do better i should and i tried it and and i you know kind of caught this writing bug and then about uh five years later got a script into william h macy's hands and he said he would love to direct it as his first uh, as his feature directorial debut and that that film is rudderless, which uh, and how did how the hell did it land? How did that in happen? Macy's hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give the 90 second. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, well, well, we'll go to that. So yeah, we can, we can diverge. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, you know that, that that's an interesting story. You know, for the first five years, uh, my writing partner Jeff Robinson and I we were beating our heads against the you know the the doors of Hollywood. And we decided, screw it, we'll just make a film ourselves. And we were inspired by this movie Once that came out, which I just think is a fantastic little film. And it was a musical drama. And so, so we decided we were going to make a movie for $500,000 or less. We felt like we could get it, get musicians instead of actors, because every, every rock star wants to be an actor, and every actor wants to be a rock star. So <laughs> anyway, so we wrote this movie Rudderless, which was a musical drama to be done on a small budget. And what happened was 
in the midst of trying to get musicians, um, people were telling us it was great. So I was a little bit emboldened, and I had read this article that said William H. Macy was looking for a project to direct. Um, that was kind of the next dragon he wanted to slay, so to speak. And uh, so I called his agent. I don't care what this guy says. There was a fuck up because I got the agent on the phone. And you never <laughs> I mean, you never. You get the assistant, and the assistant's job is to, you know, shuffle you off. Yep. Um, I mean, that that's their gig. And so I got a guy named Peter Levine, who's not just an agent. I mean, he's he's one of the partners at CAA. He has some of the biggest actors and actresses in the world. And when he said, this is Peter, I just immediately went into this like bad salesman mentality. And I just <laughs> talked for like two and a half minutes until I ran out of breath and I gave him the pitch. And he was like, yeah, you know, like, screw it. Go ahead and send it to me. And, uh, he put me on with his assistant and I sent it. And this was five years ago, the very end of March. And I kid you not, on April 1st, five years ago, from a nondescript email, comes this, you know, hey, it's William H. Macy and I'd love to direct your script. I loved it and blah, blah, blah. And uh, I thought it was an April Fool's joke, but but it wasn't. Yeah. You're like, fuck you, Macy. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, it's not going to come from William H. Macy at gmail.com. Dude, it was yeah. an AOL account. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an AOL account. Yeah, like, Party let me, Bunny 6795. Yeah. Let, let me get my dial-up yeah. going here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so then it took us about four years to get the money. Even with Macy attached, so what was the final budget? Two point five million. Still very, very cheap. Oh, that's yeah. that's like so. <laughs> that is just that. I mean, that is micro. Mm -hmm. That's that a shoe that's, that's a craft service uh, setup at uh, the new Transformers movie starring. Yeah. That's Mark what Wahlberg. I make in a year. Yeah, let's get in touch yeah, with me, Casey. Yeah, oh, I've got a few <laughs> specs that um, I'm trying to get funded right now. <laughs> When did you find out um, that uh, Rudderless had been uh, selected oh, for when, Sundance? I'm trying to think of the date. So Sundance was in mid-January. So we found out about six weeks before Rudder, or before Sundance started that we were officially in and that we were the closing night film. And then about a week later, the announcement was made. Or actually, it was like two weeks. So we had to sit on that information, which was, you know... It's pretty hard. And, oh, sure. you know, my parents, I mean, if I even remotely uh, alluded to it, I think they probably would have told the world, you know, they're just so excited. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I totally locked down the secret other than my wife. So we waited those, uh, those two weeks and then it was announced in the trades. And yeah, my Twitter and Facebook and everything blew up like almost like I was somebody. It was pretty cool. <laughs> That's very cool. Is that slot a pretty good one? I mean, I assume. Yeah, closing I mean, night. Closing night. Yeah. Yeah, and how did it, how did that how did that roll? I mean, is that just happenstance? Was that planned? I mean, was it because you know it was this like kind of Cinderella story of of you know you guys being you know kind of new to the and then Macy's debut? Or honestly, I, I mean, honestly, and this sounds like you know, me just giving the project a big compliment. They loved it. I mean, they, the Sundance people, I mean, they were, they were like, 
really, really in love with the project and, uh, and the film and the main programmer was, um, and closing night, it, it, it is a huge honor and it's awesome. It's a little bit problematic now that what I've learned now is, uh, for sales though, you know, because a lot of the actions at the beginning of the film festival, and then right. you got to wait mm-hmm. yeah. until the very end until an audience sees it. And, and really with, uh, with our film, um, you know, it, it has some subject matter that I think people would want to see how the audience react, you know, that a buyer would want to see how an audience, a broader audience would react to it before slapping down some cash. Like broader beyond Sundance, like, like focus type of thing or, or just, Sundance uh, would be I'm sorry. Like. I didn't understand the question. Oh, oh, well, oh, yeah, oh, well, sorry, you're saying, no. you know, see, see how a I wider mean, audience reacts. I mean, Sundance. Is Sundance good enough? Or was, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I, yeah, I was like, what, were they wanting to focus no. it, test um, it? I'm or, sure okay. Paramount will. And we found out, um, well, it's about a week and a half ago that Paramount Pictures is releasing. Paramount Pictures and Samuel Goldwyn are uh, partnering to release Rudderless um, in the fall. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, what is that? I mean... Did you get a did you get a flat fee? Um, are you getting points on the back end? Well, I mean, how, does, you know, how does that all work? Uh, so basically, uh, my writing partner and myself are, are executive producers on the film, and we both have points on the back end in the film. Um, we got a fee for having written it, um, and then you know, the credits are kind of given with that fee. And, uh, so that's kind of the way our part of it works, but, but the way a lot of, uh, a lot of these deals work is, um, like you'll, you'll hear that a film, like let's say whiplash, for instance, whiplash was bought for $3 million. That was, or, or that's the number that's in the trades and they sold all of their distribution foreign, domestic, the whole nine yards for $3 million. And I'm sure there is some sort of percentage that the producers um, will share with the company that bought. I think uh, I think Sony bought it, so with Sony. Um, and typically that's like 50-50. So once the film, once Sony starts turning a profit, they split the, the money 50-50 with the producers of the film. Um, and then the producers, okay. you know, the producers have people underneath them that that have points within the producer's half. So, like, our, my points are within the okay. producer's half of Rudderless. So. Okay. It, and is it true? I've, al- I've always heard a movie has to make about two and a half times the budget to actually start to make. Yeah, I true? mean, typically. Uh, so, so here's the thing. Like. um let's take uh whiplash again let's say they sold for three million and then let's say that sony puts three million into advertising um they need to make at least six million before they even start sharing a profit with sony and then there's other there's other kinds of things um you know because then the investors in the film originally usually invest like let's say they invest a million dollars they may invest a million dollars and have 10% 
above and beyond a million that they that they get back before money starts getting split. So yeah, two and a half times is a pretty easy number to say. Yeah. So you go to Sundance. Just talk about. I mean, what an incredible experience that was from. The the second you land to all of that stuff, who you saw, who you talked to, the reaction. Oh man, there's so many cool stories. Um, I'm you know okay, so let the I'll just rattle through some of my coolest coolest stories because there's some awesome ones. We get there, we land, we drop our bags at the hotel, and Jeff and I had a meeting with uh, uh, Cross Creek uh, Pictures, which they made uh, Black Swan. And they really liked Rudderless. So we were meeting uh-huh. with them, doing just kind of a general business meeting. So we're walking down Main Street, uh, the main strip there. And all of a sudden, this dude comes flying out of a coffee shop. And he grabs me, and he lifts me up in the air in a big old bear hug. And I turn around, and it's uh, it's Billy Crudup. And I, I hadn't seen him since <laughs> I shot the film. And it, you know, it took me half a second. It was just like, you know, it was like seeing a buddy um, – from high school, you know, or something like that, except it's him. That's I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's a golden God. You know, I'm like, wow. I mean, and even after getting <laughs> to hang out with him for, you know, a little bit over a month, it still has that same. So that was pretty cool there on the streets. And then coming up right behind him was Bill and Selena Gomez. And then followed by paparazzi, which was just a trip. Um, mm-hmm. So that was yeah. kind of the hello, welcome to um, Park City. So that that was just kind of a cool moment. Then that night, there was a cast and producer's dinner. And my wife and I are sitting there and we're talking with uh, Selena and um, Billy and uh, Ben Queller, who's a musician and has become a really good friend of mine. Um, we're just sitting there chit-chatting and... Uh, Sam Rockwell comes walking up and is like, hey, I'm Sam. Oh, and I'm wow. like, hey, I'm Casey. I know. <laughs> hey, I'm Sam. You're like, what, who? Who is that? What? Not familiar with your work. So the what? producer of, of Rudderless produced a, a, a film, an awesome movie. It's it, Unified Pictures, and the producer's name is Keith Carvel. He produced a film called A Single Shot with Sam Rockwell, and, and Keith and Sam are pretty good pals. And so, yeah, uh-huh. so Sam had dinner with us and was sitting directly across from Christy and I which was just a trip. Shit. So, um, wow. and it was really hard not to ask, uh, you know, all the geeky questions. Um, but sure. I, I muddled through without doing that and it was fun. It was cool. Uh, you didn't pull a piper. Hey. I, I would have asked. I w- <laughs> yeah. Remember that time you're in that movie? And so you, it was yeah, awesome. Was that cool. was, that was amazing. And then, um, we saw some great films, and then came our premiere and, you know, both of my brothers and their wives had flown out. My parents were there. My wife was there, obviously. Jeff and his his family, his in-laws and his mother were there. They got the first class treatment. They got brought in um, first and seated. But then we had to do the whole red carpet thing and get interviewed by by all the news station, news places that were out there. It wasn't that crazy because they were mostly interested in Bill and Felicity and 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 people like that. But we, you know, we got microphones stuck in our face from E News and all those kind of things. The film performed amazing. We got a standing ovation. My youngest brother awesome. is a pilot in the military, and he is so quintessential military, and he was bawling like a baby. It was great. Yeah. Uh, 
how can you not be ball? I mean, like you personally, it's like you got your family there. You premiere the movie standing out. I mean, how can you not be like just fucking crying like crazy? I mean, I would be. I mean, that would just be I don't such know. An amazing I, honestly, I, it's experience. funny because I was probably one of the few people that wasn't. I mean, I got a little teary. You I know. I really am. Um, <laughs> I, I ball like a baby at funerals, and that's about it. Um, was it surreal? In this situation, you were like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right, bitches. Hell yeah, I called this about fucking 15 years ago, bitches. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. It was, I mean, it was, I mean, it was an overwhelming moment. Don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, I mm-hmm. could, I could, I couldn't really speak. And then, of course, we get up on the stage um, and it's me and Jeff and Bill and the producer, Keith. And uh, they ask, the first question gets asked. And Bill hands me the microphone to answer. Like, like oh, you got to be kidding me. And there's 1,600 people in the oh, theater. Shit. And here's the question. You want to hear what it is? Why was it yeah. shot in Oklahoma? And my answer was almost as short as the question. It was written to take place in Oklahoma. You know? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I like it. But that's the coolest, that's the coolest answer. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it would have been... It would have been totally douchey if you would have had like this really long. Oh yeah, I that, like, agree. So, like had this big like five minute rationale and all this stuff because yeah. it was written. That's how it that was way. written. Yeah. Next. Yeah, that was the that was I was in a I was in a bar in Kansas City. It was right after History of Violence came out, and there was this bartender who we called Deadwood because he looked like he came straight out of the show Deadwood. Oh, yeah. And and he really I hated History of Violence and I was so vocal about it because I'm such a Cronenberg fan and and I I'm like so you liked history of violence and he goes no reason not to and and I'm like I couldn't I couldn't even I'm like that's the coolest fucking answer ever and I'm like I, I had nothing to say for that so so you were well, right up there with Deadwood dare to dream <laughs> I wake up dare in the morning dream. at like five okay um like a little kid on Christmas I can barely sleep right and uh and I have a text sure. and it's from Jeff and, and he's like, uh, check out the variety review. Cause there hadn't been a review come in. And, and I'm telling yeah. you right now, this guy, this was a hatchet job. He, uh, somebody on our production must've like slept with his wife or something. I mean, it was brutal. <laughs> I mean, I, now there is where I was almost in tears. I was like, Oh my God, we are going to flop at Sundance. <laughs> like, I mean, like all of my, you know, I totally lost all of my confidence for about yeah for about twenty minutes um, until you know rational thought came back into my head. So that was the start of the day, and the whole rest of the day was just kind of a daze. I mean, it's like, oh my god, you know, this whole journey leads up to this, and we're going to play at Sundance. So then, and it was amazing. But then, so the next day, since that pressure was off, it was really I don't know. It's probably yeah. less surreal, yeah. right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that was kind of what I was thinking. It was like you know that second screening. It's like you get that out of the way, and then the next. Now that the days is over, it becomes mm-hmm. a real thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, and so I could see, I could totally see how that would uh, how that would play out for you. So the friend that you initially had this bet with is my is my writing partner. Right? You won. Oh. <laughs> so you both win. Well, no, no. Nice. I mean, I won the bet. Yeah, my okay. Was good, good. So, so, so how cool is Macy? No, not at all. Total Total douchebag. No bullshit. Him and, uh, and Felicity are 
are two of the most like down to earth people you could ever meet. Is that not the <laughs> coolest couple? I mean, it's just such a freaking cool. Yeah, couple. no, they are totally cool. Talk about I'd hit that. Really. <laughs> uh, Macy, would you would you hit yeah, Macy totally and Felicity? Hit Macy. Felicity, I, I don't really know of the Felicity, but I'll. Felicity Huffman she was on from Desperate Housewives. Uh, don't I didn't watch. I don't watch Felicity oh, Huffman. That's right. You don't watch. So let is, me just say that I like William H Macy. She's I, in about. She's in a bunch of Mammoth yeah. movies. She's mm-hmm. been in a couple of Mammoth. Okay, here's here, here's something that'll trip you out. So I went out to L.A. for an early screening, and uh, of this of the film, and I'm leaving. Uh, it's over. You know, we, we've had the reception, and I go and I I go to talk to Bill. And we're talking and, you know, he just has friends that are that are, you know, like some of the biggest people. Mamet was at the at the at the screening and loved it. Fuck. He loved it. Just absolutely <laughs> Man, loved seriously. It. And, and does that not like put the variety review like times a hundred? Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. And Bill's I mean, like, oh, I didn't even think of it. You probably would like to have met him, huh? I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 just a little. You mentioned Mammoth, and I just, that was another moment that's. Yeah, that's not even fair to Macy because Macy's been about. I mean, Macy is like, like if Mammoth had an actor for the way that he writes, it's like Macy's the guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, So back to your original. They're so freaking cool, so down to earth. Um, I mean, Bill just calls it like he sees it. You know, what you see is what you get. Um, You know, at first. I mean, the first time we wrote with him, like, uh, we're working on the the new drafts. I mean, he never once pulled like, hey, so there's this part, and it's kind of not working, and this is what we should do. You know, it was very collaborative, it, you know, when he could have been just like, all right, so I'm an Oscar nominee, and you're nobody, so here's what we're going to do, you know, and here's the change we're going to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, totally treated us as peers all the way through the rewriting process. And I think that's the biggest example of just kind of, you know, who he is as a person. Um, and Felicity though, she is amazing. Um, but she is so smart. It took me meeting her about 20 times where my palms didn't sweat. My wife used to, my wife <laughs> would joke. She's like, Oh, your girlfriend's on the phone. Cause I get like a high school kid. Um, not when I was talking <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, to me. <laughs> here's the deal. Okay. And Pat, Pat and I have some similarities, right? So I'll, I'll tell a story and go for the joke, right? And then you hit the punchline and boom, you're out, right? Well, Felicity, she she listens very, very much. And then she asks follow-up questions. So it's like, could you imagine <laughs> you're telling an anecdote and it's like, do, 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 I get the laugh. And then she's like, so how did that make you feel? Well, fuck, you know, I <laughs> I was, I just. I don't know. I laughed at it. I didn't uh, pre-rehearse something in my yeah, head about yeah, that. Right. I don't know. Yeah. You're not supposed to ask a follow-up on an anecdote. You're just supposed to laugh. Yeah, you're just supposed to laugh. Don't don't follow up with it. That's funny. So who so who did you see at Sundance that was like outside of of your film? Who did you meet or or just see that was like cool and who was the douchebag? Well, just okay, <laughs> just say it, Pat. You want to know if he met if if he met Tarantino because you want to hold that over his head. No, was he? Oh, he wouldn't even been a Sundance. I don't know. I'm no. Just saying. I no, just, who was I just like? Know what you like, want. I mean, all I can. I mean, you know, it's like I went to when I went to the Telluride Film Festival. It's like I met a bunch of people. 
Some people were super cool. Laura Dern was awesome. Jodie Foster, very cool. Amy Irving, you know, asshole. Um, you know, certain people that you saw were just kind of like, yeah, you're not a good person. And some people. No, I didn't. Surprised. I didn't meet anybody that was an asshole. Honestly, though, this may be just the way my brain works, though. I think that everybody it's such a business. And I think that everybody's just kind of pretty sharp um, that are there. It's like the smart yeah. people that are there. And, you know, if we're writer producers, I don't think anybody's going to big time us too much. You know, they'd at least be a polite you know, oh, it's great meeting you. Sure. You know, so, um, so I didn't get any of that, but I did meet uh, like Zach Braff was really, really cool. I got to talk to him for a minute. Oh, that's you cool. You know, I mean, he writes, yeah. so he's like, oh, you know, so like yeah. when, when he met me, he was like, you know, he's like, uh, just kind of going, man, it's, that's awesome. It must be just a moment. And I remember my first Sundance and yada, yada, yada. So it was, it was cool. Cause he, he, he seemed genuinely happy for me. Um, which was, yeah, he's always struck me as somebody who, who would be pretty down to earth. Yeah. He's got, he's got a new film coming out, right? Yeah. I saw it. It was good. It was really good. Um, it's, it's kind of some critics have called it garden state. state two. Yeah. And that's really, really underselling. Yeah. The yeah. Josh Gad plays a guy in there that reminds me of Piper. So now you have to see it. <laughs> Uh-oh, another, an- another doppelganger. I know, there you right? Go. Yeah. It, is, it is kind of a doppelganger. And unfortunately, though, there is a point where you see him in spandex. So I hope it's not. <laughs> well, and more, even more like me. Yes. Even more yeah. like me. I was going to say, that, that one's more Pat like me. <laughs> yeah. Pat, I, I remember Pat liking to roll around in the spandex. Oh, absolutely. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Did you meet anybody else or even see people, you know, kind of Catherine Keener, but I didn't, I, mm-hmm. these are just sightings. Um, how's, how's Catherine Keener? I mean, even if you just saw her, I mean, is she, I've always thought she was pretty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> She's very beautiful. I was, I was, I was thinking that this weekend I was watching where the wild things are and even, and she doesn't even really look that good in that one, but yeah. wait, who is she and where the wild things are? Mom. She was the mom. Yeah. Oh, guys, come on. What Catherine Keener? I mean, it's fine. That's what I said. She didn't look that good in that one, but still, I mean, she's she's got a raw sexiness. She does. She's got a raw sexiness. Don't don't be like I'd fuck the mom from where the wild things are. What? You were the one that said you'd have sex with the transformer. No shit. And and the stormtrooper. Very muscular. Yeah. Come on. Very muscular. You can't. You can't judge. Transformer. Yeah. 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 Joy announced that she would have sex with the transformer. Would. And not the cartoon, like the real. No, the real ones. The sharp edges one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's. That's hardcore, uh, man. Literally. I think I think when I was younger I did see the Star Wars porn which had C3PO. Really? There yeah. was there was what? a Star there Wars, was Star Wars porn? I believe so. Pre-pino. Yeah. It's rule number 34. <laughs> that was in my bulletproof last year. Rule 34, if it exists, there's porn of it. Yeah. God, you're right. You know, Jungles Jungles always had like uh made up uh porn spoof names. And my favorite was uh, Indiana's Bone and the Temple of Poon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, okay, man. so here was uh, just to, to way go on a sidebar because um, this happened two days ago at our office and you guys should try it with your friends because I'm sure it'll be <laughs> somebody put a meme out there that said, describe your last fart as a oh, yeah. movie, in a movie title. Yeah. And, oh. and, and within our office... 
within one hour, we were at 140 replies. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is a design shop of 12 people in the office. Oh, that's awesome! Wow, that's awesome. So, what were what were some of the good ones? I I my best one was uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. Nice, <laughs> nice. Was my was was what I felt was my best one. Um, I thought the best one overall was there will be blood. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> nice, nice. That's good. So, so you guys ought to throw that out on your all Facebook right. and just see right. how many replies that's you get good. because yeah. it, it was uh, enjoyed by all. That's classic. That's good. We're gonna yeah. do that. We got to do like that. that. So it has I to be an that. existing movie. Yeah, and it's existing okay. movie. No, it needs to be. I need the rules. Uh, it needs to be a movie that's never even been. No, it could up be yet. a movie that I that porn. A movie that I want to hear is made. No, no, I make movie existing. titles. It's got to be existing. <laughs> you don't like even watch current movies. How would you think? No, of, that's TV, asshole. I watch movies. You watch movies? Yeah. Shut up. I'm referencing a bunch of shit you don't even watch. So, so is the porn of There Will Be Blood <laughs> also There Will Be Blood? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I did that. Period sex. I did that. (laughs) Oh, joy. Was it with the guy with one nut? (laughs) Joy. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the clincher. It's like, wow, that's. She said some things that were pretty good. The clincher. That could be your fart movie. The clincher. The clincher. But I don't know if that's a moods be moods. I love that. So the rules, it's a movie that's been made, right? No, it's a total hypothetical. Yeah. The clincher. I mean, then it would be called The Grease, right? It would be called The Greasy. The Greasy. I think there should be a movie called The Greasy. Do it. Go do it. Yeah. So, Casey, this is so. This is what happened to me this uh, weekend. Laura and I get back from uh, from Mexico. At, we 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 like get home about like four o'clock on Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, my folks have been watching uh, the kids. And at about seven o'clock, Gabe uh, emerges from from the basement and says, "My uh, my stomach is hurting." And we're like, well, it's probably all the shit you ate while we were out of town. And it's probably just gas and stuff. And then they slapped him. Yeah, then we slapped him. And then um, he went to bed about 1030, about 2 o'clock in the morning. He wakes up and he is, I mean, he's literally moaning in pain. And so I go, I'm like, okay, let's go to the emergency room. And take him to the emergency room. And um, they do a CAT scan. And it's like, yeah, he's got appendicitis. And he needs to have his appendix taken out. And, uh, so at, uh, about three thirty Sunday afternoon, he successfully has his appendix removed and, and here comes skin pouch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I was taking requests for names of the appendix and yeah, yours was yeah, skin, skin pouch. pouch. That was good. Skin well, you can pouch. thank, you can thank Paul Armstrong really for that. Yeah, that's true. You know, skin pouch. That's true. So. So <laughs> sorry about these other two guys. Do you want to do you want to do you want to ask him the closing question? I do, but I want to make sure that I know that the world is going to see this in the autumn, probably. Yes, yes, in so, the autumn or the fall is in the autumn. Good God, are you a hundred? Uh, the autumn. <laughs> no, I'm just cultured. When the leaves change. What keeps you up at night? Because it's so creative. <laughs> I I have looked at that one time and I think I could ask the question better than that. 
<laughs> what is the one thing that you care so much about that it keeps you up at night? And I said porn. And I don't porn. think it was. Now, hang on. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Shit. Wasn't what I care about. It was creatively, or gets you excited. That yep, it would keep. That's right. It would get sorry, you excited sorry. enough that you excited. keeps you awake at night. I'm Answer sorry. porn. Is yeah. Is there any other true answer? I mean, that really no, keeps I, you up. Everybody else had tried to answer it. But no, really, honestly, that's the that's the one answer. That's the answer. No, honestly, I am. Uh, I get out of bed for porn. No, I get out of bed. It. So this. It's a pretty easy question for me to answer because I get out of bed four or five times a night and run over to my laptop and type in a general outline of a, of a scene or something like that. I mean, it happens all the time. Uh, so just the, you know, the writing stuff on the, on the films, um, my head's always kind of turning. Uh, I don't do a lot of big idea thinking. It's typically like little things like even lines sometimes. Like think of a line of dialogue and have to get back out of bed before I go to sleep just to uh, to write it down. That's like, cool. I love that feeling. I, are, I used to do that when I when I thought that I had a chance in the world. What are those lines? <laughs> Jeez. That's the what most depressing lines? statement ever. Yeah, like what kind of lines, you guys? Shush. Well, I don't know. I'm betting that tonight it's going to be something like, Man, I'd fuck that Autobot. <gasps> right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. To destroy no. the evil forces of the Decepticons. <laughs> there was one time I got up in the middle of the night and I wrote down like a quick synopsis about like some, uh, it was like some vampire war. I know it's in one of my notebooks. I got to go back and look at this now because, because it was like, I had this whole movie in my head. And it was, and it was like a, it was. You're like, like Kate Blanchett needs to wear mm-hmm. all leather, really super yeah. tight. But and, it was, it was against two different factions of vampires. Ooh. Was and Toyota involved? No, Toyota was not involved. Okay. Nor were Asians. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, did you get all racist in your? Thoughts? No, this one. No, this one was not racist. It was just vampires <laughs> of nondescript races. Right. They were all just dead and pale. Yeah. Multicultural, yeah, multicultural, totally vampires. DC vampires. Yes, yes, <laughs> and 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 it was and it was it, you know really it was kind of like on the order of like a World War Z type of thing. Ooh, yeah, that's not a movie. Now that's I been really made. feel like I need to go back and look at this real quick before we're done. See how I'm taking control. What? We will go around the room and name our movie fart. Our mo- oh oh god. So you've been thinking about this the whole no, time. No, I haven't. Though. You guys are going to go first, probably. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. Damn. No, that's she's not putting a movie. us on. She's putting us on the spot. You, we, we're, we're doing his. We're doing his exercise. Well, if there's a movie, what's 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 the movie fart? Um, no, not if there's a movie. It's you fart, and it sounds like this. Yeah, movie. I know. It's a movie. oh okay. brother, where art thou? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. It's going to be funny. <sighs> No, that's not true. <laughs> that is kidding. not true at all. I'm just kidding. Um, I'd like to apologize to Casey Slither. For that. Slither. <laughs> oh, snakes on a plane. Yeah, snakes on a plane. <laughs> Slither. Um, Heavenly creatures. Heavenly creatures. Jeremy? All right. Jeremy's up. Jeremy. Wait, oh, Joy, you went? Joy, go ahead. I said some already. Say what? what oh, I thought say? you were saying I'll them say for what? him. I thought you were saying them for him. I was. I'll help oh, you out too. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Shit. The life aquatic. <laughs> God. <laughs> A river runs through it. <laughs> A river runs through it. Nice. Uh, yeah. Extremely loud and incredibly close. <laughs> nice. That's perfect. 
Fart jokes are always we. I mean, it, it, Laura posted about this, but we had the best time when Costas got pink eye, and I had told the kids that the reason why you get pink eye is because you've got fecal matter on your on your <laughs> pillow, and it has to do with getting red eyes and stuff. And oh my god, we 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 riffed on that for about a half an hour. Yeah, I think I think I broke my daughter because she. Uh, <laughs> she thinks farts are the funniest thing in the world. Oh yeah. And she, I mean, she, she, but she's she's getting close to a tween, and she'll just be like, <laughs> oh yeah, and be like, yeah. She's gonna I, find I an awesome boy. Hope you didn't have your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was awesome to talk to you. It's yeah, it so good to meet you. you. Thank you yeah. for uh, uh, for for being on the show and you show us some again. love. Show us some love and and share it with your big Hollywood pals. Once yeah, it gets uh, actually, yeah. once once uh, everything comes out, yeah. regardless, we'd love to have you back on. Be the show. on Absolutely. again, yeah. All right. Well, it was good talking to you, Casey. Yeah, it was nice talking to you guys. Yeah, talk to you, you later. Did. All right. Thanks. Talk to you Thanks, later. man. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.